I'm not I, like I'm not. It's fine that if I'm not the smartest in the room, but I'm also I, I hate to be oblivious if I am the dumb one in the group. I guess that is an indicator that if you can't find the dumbest person in the room, it's probably you. Yeah, that's it's typically a good way to to think about it, but you are definitely not the dumb one in the group, considering the group has me in it. <laughs> I'm not talking about us, like us four, but I'm just like in general, like, you know, like I, I, I don't want to be the, uh, you know, the odd one, the the one that's like, oh, there's Tim again, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I definitely do. <laughs> no, I definitely know what you're talking about. That's not you, though. I appreciate that. Thank you. Trust me. Look, we've been friends for a really long time. You would tell me. I would have told you. Or actually, no. I wouldn't have told you, but we wouldn't be friends. <laughs> That's good to know. Actually, you know what? That's not true either. I collect weird people. Well, that doesn't make me feel better. But, <laughs> but I am aware of which of my friends are the weird people. Yeah. You are not that person. All right. Well, it's good to know. <laughs> you ready to go? As ready as I'll ever be, Tim. Let's do this. This is the Always More Podcast. Hello and hello. It is December 15th as you're listening to this. I have on my stretchy pants and welcome to the Always More (laughs) Podcast, where we believe there's always more room at the table for honest questions, meaningful conversations, and deeper understanding today on the pod we are talking about our reviews and recommendations for the week our reviews and recommendations for the year traveling trash cans our favorite christmas gifts that we've ever received people that love us more than you do and so much more but first i am your host christopher thomas ford and sitting next to me is my co-host my best friend my better i guess not really half because we're not married but my better example of what a human should be in life. I think that's a good enough I'll take intro. It. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. This is Timothy Allen Lichty, Hello. senior. Senior? I mean, there's no junior. There isn't. <laughs> there's all, you're not also the junior, so I guess that makes you the senior. My son has more of your name than he does my name. That's absolutely true, and I appreciate it. <laughs> also, if you guys are looking for names for babies, uh, Christopher, or any... Um, Variation of that, so like Christina, Christian, Christoph, Topher, Topher. Um, also, I recently found out that Kit is a nickname for Chris. Really? Yeah, like Kit Harrington. His Kit. real name is Christopher. No, it's not. Google it. I don't want to, but I believe you. Look, I, I'll pull it up right now. <laughs> Hold on. Kit name. I, I guess extension is that. I don't know. We'll find out. <laughs> Abbreviation. Um, yeah, that, that's a better abbreviation. This is, There's two this B's is, in abbreviation. This is quality podcast. Kit is usually an abbreviation of the given names Christopher, Catherine, Kathleen, and similar names. Why? So both myself and my wife could be Kit. We could both be Kit Ford because she's Janelle <laughs> Kathleen. I'm Christopher Thomas, so we could both be Kit Ford. Actually, her last name is still Saffron. She hasn't changed it. She I, doesn't love me enough. I'm no linguist, but I'm like, how do these, like, it's like Richard and Dick. Like, what, where, how, Or uh, what is it? <laughs> um, Margaret and Peggy. Yeah. Peggy is short for Margaret. Yeah, yeah. That always blew my mind. Well, like, even Jim and James. Like, I mean, I kind of get it. There's only one letter difference, but still. Jim and Jam. Jim and Jam. Yeah. Jim and Jam. 
<laughs> oh, so uh, we started watching Muppet Treasure Island with Ellie the other day, Ooh. and she goes, Jimmy, Jim, Jim, Jim. Oh. <laughs> I was like, I tried to record it. She wouldn't do it again. It's like, you need to do that so I can send it to Tim. Anyways, oh. so this is the Always More podcast yes. where we cannot focus on anything going on. No, this is good. This is good quality <laughs> podcasting. This is exactly. We may or may not cut this out depending on the length of the podcast. This um, is the banter that I have written down right here. So this is this is a quality, good stuff. Oh, you definitely did write the word banter in there. Somehow <laughs> I skipped over that, guys. He wrote banter in the notes. Uh, this is my best friend, and I will fight you if you think yours is better. <laughs> uh, uh, it's a good dude. This is this is our season one finale. This is the finale. The, we, the, we've been doing this final, for about a year. The final E episode. Yeah. Uh, the final E <gasps> finale. <laughs> oh man, this is gonna be a fun one. Can you tell I'm tired? I'm yes, tired. I can tell you're tired. I'm hiding my my beverage in these koozies because Tim doesn't want us to be drunk on the podcast. Um, I have no I have no problem with you getting drunk on the podcast. I'm just kidding. These are energy drinks. <laughs> I don't get drunk on the podcast because we record this in the middle of the work day. Usually, it's five o'clock somewhere. Fair enough. It's almost <laughs> five o'clock here. It feels like it with the daylight savings time. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right, guys. Um, uh, I think we should uh, get this get this pod started. So let's bounce up and over to our first segment of the finale episode. Yes. Our wreck and grab of the week. Yes. All right. So two movies uh, that I watched uh, this past week. Two weeks. We do this past two weeks. Past two weeks. Uh, the first one is a documentary series by Peter Jackson. Uh, if you don't know who that is, he directed Lord the Lord of the, the Rings, Rings uh, The Hobbit. Um, but he's now kind of gotten into the whole documentary thing. A few years ago, he did this other documentary about World War One called... Um, of course uh, he did. Uh, what was it called? Uh, oh, darn it. It was really good, too. I forgot what it was called. Um Anyways, he did it. It was really good, and so he decided to do a documentary about the Beatles uh, called Get Back, which is, of course, one of their songs uh, called Get Back, and it's essentially all about uh, the month period where they were uh, preparing to, they were writing parts of an album, but also uh, getting ready to do their last, they didn't know it at the time, but their last public show, um, which was, on, of course, on the top of their Apple Studios um building yeah. on, on the roof, literally. Yeah, literally on the roof. The police tried to shut it down. Yeah. It was all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah, so... Which they recreated in Across the Universe. I thought that was really, really? cool. Really? It was a nice touch. Cool. Um, this documentary, I actually really enjoyed it. Like, don't get me wrong. I mean, I like the Beatles as much as the next guy, um, but this documentary is definitely different from other documentaries. Like, you know how, like, in most documentaries, you have, like, the... You have a narrator who's, like, saying everything. There is no narrator yeah. other literally, than, like, text on it, the screen. Like, nine times out of ten, it's David Attenborough, but yes. Right. Uh, there isn't that in here. Like it's 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 just all what they were doing. Just the footage, like straight up found footage. Yeah. Every once in a while, there would be a text on the screen to explain something that you didn't already know. Um, but most of it was just them, them talking, them preparing this these songs. And um, if you don't know all the drama, George Harrison leaves in the middle of everything, and then he comes back. Uh, they have some conflict in there. Um, they try to figure out how to do a show if they want to do a show at all. Uh, and then of course you have um, what was Lennon's girlfriend slash wife's name Yoko yeah had her in there which that was an interesting dynamic to see um so yeah it's very I highly you know, recommend a it. lot of people blame her for breaking up the Beatles I don't I don't know enough so I think the Beatles were on their way to destruction anyway I think so too and 
she definitely didn't help, but I don't think she hurt more than not. Yeah, yeah. But watching this, and I told Jessica this when I watched it. You you kind of look at it, you go like these guys seem very dysfunctional. Like maybe it was just oh, because yeah. it was towards the end, but like even like to like musical standards, I'm like these guys are very disorganized and not like. I'm granted it's a documentary, so they could have cut a lot of stuff out, but it just felt very, you know. Um, erratic and uh, very unorganized and you can tell Paul McCartney's trying to do some things but then you have people like Ringo who just doesn't say anything he's just in the background like I'll do whatever you want kind of thing yeah, and then I'm just happy to be here yeah <laughs> uh, and then George is of course upset because he doesn't get his say in there but uh, either way it's a really good documentary really enjoyed it I'm surprised you haven't seen it yet Chris I haven't had time to do any look if we're being 100% honest I've been in a weird mental state for the past couple of weeks uh at least since our last recording session, so I haven't really watched or done anything new. You should watch it. it might get, you know might lift your spirits up a little bit. I I think I'm doing all right today. I'm just very tired from mm. the past couple of weeks, uh, so I should be better by tomorrow or the next day. Got it. All right. Well, then my last wreck and rev. By the way, I'm glad you're doing good today. Thank Sorry, you. I didn't say that. Thank but you. No, I appreciate it. It means a lot. Um, the last one I have, uh, I'll keep it short, is called Tick, Tick, Boom. Boom! Which is another musical um, entertainment movie thing. It, it, I it, mean, it's kind of like a documentary, isn't it? No, not at all. It's no. a musical. It's, it's a musical movie. <laughs> uh, I thought it was supposed to be like, this is an interpretation of what happened in my life. No. It, I mean, it, it's about Jonathan Larson. If you don't know, he was the one who wrote um, the, the hit musical... A Broadway musical, Rent, and of course a few others, but um, he also passed away, if I'm not mistaken, rather the day over, the day before its theatrical release. Oh, that sucks. Right. Um, but if you know anything about Rent, it's a lot about his life. So Literally you see, the only thing I know about Rent is 525,600 <laughs> minutes. Is that it? Five hundred. <laughs> I know that song. That's it. Yeah. Um, but anyways, Jessica really wanted to watch it, so we watched it together and actually really enjoyed it. Uh, Andrew Garfield is a phenomenal actor. He, he did an interview a few weeks ago. They were asking him, like, why don't we see you more? He's like, I'm very picky with what I choose, and rightfully so. The dude, whenever I do see him in stuff. I've never been disappointed by right. anything he's been in. Exactly. Exactly. So, anyways, highly recommend Get Back and Tick, Tick, Boom. Cool, 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 no doubt, no doubt. So my wreck and revs of the week, um, like I said, I haven't really watched too much that's brand new, um, but I've been watching Hawkeye. Yes. Which Marvel Marvel shows are just like, they're blowing my mind lately. No disappointments. And when you talk about shows like, um, what was it, WandaVision and Loki, where they're like, Messing with the multiverse. Yeah. And then you come to Hawkeye, and it's literally just the man's just trying to get home for He's Christmas, just trying man. To get home. He just wants to go home. Like, Let the man go home. This, this is like, it kind of harkens back to phase one. Yeah. Where everything was like as basic as a superhero movie can be. Yeah. Where you're not messing with like intergalactic <laughs> aliens attacking and it's a nice 12 change of pace. different spaceships and... <laughs> living planets that are having sex with women on earth like <laughs> doesn't matter it it's a nice change of pace it it's kind of like a like it feels like you're watching a christmas hallmark movie yeah, set yeah. in the marvel universe it's a pretty cool one 
Um, just seeing him and Kate Bishop try to take on the tracksuit mafia. Yes. Um, all kinds of really cool stuff. I'm not going to spoil anything for people that haven't seen it because it is still going on. Yeah. Are you all the way caught up? Oh, yeah. I'm all caught up. Nice. Um, but it's been really cool to watch. And one of the things I appreciate is that they brought back Hawkeye's deafness. Because originally in the comic books, Hawkeye's always been deaf. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah, he's been deaf since his inception as a character, basically. Huh. Um, and they never really made mention of it in the movies, but now in the show, oh, like, he's got a hearing aid, and, yeah. like, he takes it out just to not have to listen to people, right. which is hilarious, because <laughs> if I had a hearing aid, it's I would like do the same dad. thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so they, they talk about that in the show, and they didn't just kind of, like, retcon it, where they're like, oh, yeah, he's no, he's always been deaf, we just didn't mention it. It like she asks about it, and it shows like every explosion he's <laughs> ever been in, and he's like, "It's hard to tell, really." How, how, are, how are not all these guys deaf right now? <laughs> Seriously, like with the exception of Iron Man, just because he's got the helmet, like yeah. everyone should be deaf. <laughs> but you know, it is mm. what it is. That it, and it's a fun show. It's it just is. really cool uh, seeing. Um, man, I always forget her name. Kate Bishop. Oh, the actress. The actress. Yeah. Uh, oh, um, yeah, she's good too. She's but, really good. Um, actually, another one she's in here is on my review for the year, but. Um, great show. Great show. I definitely suggest watching that. And then another one that I'm still not sure how I feel about it. We'll we'll go there. Um, if you know anything about SNL, you know Michael Che. Yeah, he is a writer, comedian. He does the World News Report on mm-hmm. SNL. Uh, he has a stand-up sh- uh, special called "Shame the Devil," okay. which is politically incorrect, but not like irreverently politically mm, correct. Okay. Like he points out the issues with being politically correct and not being politically correct and which side of the spectrum you fall on yeah. says this about you and that about you. Um he'll say things that are politically incorrect and then tell the audience why they were wrong for laughing at it <laughs> even though he's the one that said it. He like shames them for it and that, that's kind of where the the phrase comes from, shame the Yeah, like, yeah. You can't shame the shamer, you know, but um that that's kind of like uh, it, it's a fun little stand-up special, especially if you're a person of color, mm. uh, because he relates to people of color pretty well. Um, one of the things that one of my favorite jokes he was talking about is the difference between uh, nowadays with mental health issues versus when he was growing up as a young black kid. Like back then, black people didn't have mental health. There were two diagnoses for somebody. It was either that dude's crazy or ain't nothing wrong with him. <laughs> like... And he, was, he said it about us. He was like, man, Aww. DMX has been barking like a dog for 25 years, and everybody's just ignored it. Like, ain't nothing wrong with him. <laughs> but no, now we know that's probably autism. <laughs> like, bro. <laughs> He's like, yeah, my my, uh, bro- my sister's son was diagnosed with autism, which is cool, because I didn't know black kids could get it. <laughs> it it's funny. Like, it, It's kind of wrong. You feel bad for laughing at it, but it's funny. And then, like I said, he brings, like, he actually brings a serious point to it. Like, this is an issue that we've had for a really long yeah, time yeah. that I'm glad people are actually dealing with now. Yeah. Uh, but he's a comedian, so he jokes about right. it. It's funny. Yeah. Uh, so those are my two Wrecking Revs. Especially if you're black, check out Shame the Devil. Cool, man. Oh, how fun. That went really long. That's all right. It's good. It's 14 it's a, minutes and 23 seconds. It's our last, it's, it's our last episode of the season. I don't 26. care. Now, we're going to make this one, like, seven hours long. No, we're not. Why not? We Let's, totally could. We could, but we're not. Let's do no, it. we couldn't. My kids got to wake up. Bring your kids. Oh, my gosh. Okay, we're not doing it. <laughs> Moving on. It is time for... Oh, 
you hit the button. You didn't give me any time to prep. Why didn't you two hit? You didn't give me time to prep. <laughs> All right, here we go. It's time for... What did I miss? There we go. All right, now we're good. <laughs> so this is a part of the show where we present to you some news you probably didn't hear about. Yeah. All right. Let's start with you, Tim. What All right, you let's do it. Okay. A naked man was found trapped inside a wall of the, the iconic Landmark Theater after two days. I feel like I heard about this, but go on. <laughs> this happened like a month ago, but okay. So in Syracuse, is that how you pronounce it? Syracuse, Syracuse, New York, local firefighters responded to a call at the Landmark Theater after an employee called nine one one upon hearing a man yelling for help in a wall in the men's bathroom. In a wall. This is the second time something has been found in a wall in a bathroom. He was probably trying to see if somebody else had put six grand in a wall of... Oh, I forgot about that. Darn it. Joel Osteen. Yeah. Joel, we'll, we'll say Joel Osteen's church. I'm sure if he were going to embezzle $6,000, he would have done it a lot better. <laughs> kind of does. Anyways, moving on. Okay, so the story goes, an unnamed 39-year-old guy got into the of building. Of course he's unnamed. I want to know this man's name. <laughs> I need addresses. He got into the building a few days prior and had gotten into a crawl space. Uh, he stayed there for two days until he had slipped and fallen into a tight space in the wall of the men's bathroom. So the firefighters had to cut through the drywall and clay tile to reach the man. And after they got him out, they realized that he was naked, but relatively unharmed. So later reports stated that the employees had seen the man roaming around the theater but had assumed he had left after they lost track of him, and they still don't know why he did what he did. Just a naked man living his life is, in the was, walls of a men's bathroom. Was he naked when he went in there, <laughs> or did he at some point have to get naked? I would imagine, like, they would have noticed, like, if he was naked, like, okay, let's call the police, let's get him out of here. So I'm assuming he had clothes on before. But it's New York, so maybe they're just like, oh, there's Crazy Terry. <laughs> crazy Na Terry. Naked again, and then <laughs> when they didn't see him, they're like, oh, he must have just left. But he's, like, sneaking around, like, I'm going to get inside these walls. <laughs> Ain't nothing y'all can do about it. Uh, what what, are you, what would you, what would your hypothesis be? What would he what was what do you think he's doing in there? Like I would understand if you like trying to hide in there and like maybe oh, watch man, a movie look, later. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with him. <laughs> he's just trying to stay warm. <laughs> he's just trying to stay warm. That's all. That could be it. That could See be some it. movies for free. Stay warm. It's New York, <laughs> man. It's cold. Uh, all right. Well, that's my. Uh, what did I miss? What's what about I feel you? Like Chris? yours is way more interesting than mine. Let's just talk about yours for more. <laughs> No, uh, so for mine, trash cans can travel, and all they need for a passport is a sticker of where they've been. Huh? Yeah. So, <laughs> the city of Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, announced on Monday that a waste barrel had somehow washed up in County Mayo, which, if you're not familiar, is on the Emerald Isles northwestern coast. Whoa. So, all the way to Ireland from South Carolina. Wow. Did it get caught up in a current? Nobody knows. <laughs> According to the city, uh, Keith McGreal of Ireland wrote them and shared pictures of the bright blue barrel with city stickers on it. Uh, the city posted photos online showing that the barrel's Atlantic crossing took enough time for it to be encrusted with shells. So it had barnacles, it had all kinds of shellfish oh, okay, and stuff on yeah. it. 
Uh, city officials also wrote McGreal saying the barrel must have been carried away in the Gulf Stream during a major winterstorm event. Mm. So typically, like, they'll lock those down, the trash cans that they leave on the oh, beach for people yeah. to throw stuff away. That way it doesn't end up in the ocean itself. <laughs> um, I guess it didn't really work that time. The trash Aww. can and any contents that it may have had just kind of got swept out in the Gulf Stream. Um <laughs> Yeah, so they said that they typically remove the trash containers from the beach before a hurricane, but this one apparently had a mind of its own, adding that they already had a city employee volunteer to go fetch it. <laughs> like, that probably would have been me, truthfully. <laughs> yeah, we just had a trash can in Ireland. I'll get it. I'll go. Company resources, send me. I'll get it. I'll bring it back. Send me. Just any excuse to go to another country. <laughs> right. I've already got my passport. Just send me. I got I'll go you, get man. it. I'll go get it. I'll get it. You know what's interesting about this? Is that this is how, like, they theorize, which I guess is not really a theory anymore because people were there. But, like, this is how they predicted, like, how animals and other creatures, like, move from island to island in, like, the southeast, southeast uh, or southwest Pacific, southeast Pacific, southwest Pacific. You're telling me. East Asia. Yeah. East, southeast Asia, southwest Pacific. That makes sense. Got it. Okay. Um, but, like, how, like, you know, how, did, how do you get life at these random islands? But... It would, it would be from things like that where a storm would knock a branch down or a big tree and then there would be like a like a rabbit or whatever on it. And it would just stay on there until eventually <laughs> it went to another island. You laugh, but that's how it happened. I just imagine like this tree floating and like drifting waves tossing it. And this rabbit's like, no, 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 no. Uh, but that's how they, that's how they. Um, he just gets there. Mom, dad, Help. Uh, I mean, it, are it, you it, suggesting it, the coconuts migrate? <laughs> <laughs> that's how it happened. That's it's good, not actually the good African swallow. It's uh, <laughs> it's just the the storms, I guess. So that is what I missed. Ah, you brought the sound back. I right did. Back. I did. All right. I think it's time to move on. Chris, you ready to move on? Let's move on. I All think right. we'll take it to a break, and then uh, we will come back for you guys later. Yeah. <laughs> More fun things. All right, everybody. We are back, back, back. Back to back to back. All right, guys. Back to hey, back. We are back. What is that from? Yaggy yak. Don't talk about Oh, yeah. Yaggy yak, yaggy yak. That's all I remember from this one. <laughs> Bring in the dog and take out the trash. Yeah, yeah. Don't talk back. Nice. Yeah, that was it. That's all I remember. <laughs> uh, all right, guys. Today we have a fun main segment for you all today. Today we are recapping 2021. Our favorite things, our favorite memories, our favorite whatevers, and then also a little fun little Christmas thing. We, we were considering doing this like as a Christmas episode, but I'm like, I don't want to. Yeah. I love Christmas, but... Look, maybe next season we'll do, like, holiday-themed episodes. Yeah. And we'll, yeah. we'll get into the spirit, but... <laughs> look, man, 2021 has been hard. It has been. I don't... We're going to do this recap of 2021, and then we're just going to be done with 2021. Like, that's <laughs> it. We're never mentioning this year again. Anything that happened this year, um, you get to pick three things and keep. The rest of them we're throwing out. That's it. Yeah, there you go. So, for me, it is uh, therapy... <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh my so, gosh. That that's it. Um actually, speaking of which, I think I need to find a new therapist. My therapist doesn't take my insurance anymore. Oh yeah. 
Definitely. Yeah, so we'll figure it out. That's good. You should. Therapy is good. I might. We'll see. <laughs> All right. Uh, so we're going to just talk about some of our favorite things, and we might like bring in some random stuff in here every once in a while because you know 2021 was a year. But uh, we're going to talk about our favorite good things, positive things that we enjoyed. Uh, oh, so only positive things. I mean, <laughs> hold on. <laughs> no, I'm just <kidding>. okay. <laughs> Uh, so let's start off with um, movies, and we are defining this by things that came out in 2021. Not, so Not just things we saw, which made listing these things for me much harder, right? because I saw a lot of old things this year. Me too, and I actually had a difficulty because I watched a lot of shows that I wasn't caught up in yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so a lot of the shows that I watched came out like a few years prior, so, um, but yeah, same, same. So let's, let's, just, let's just go out there, free ball in. this. Like, there's no, Did you just say free ball? Is that, isn't that the right Am I saying that wrong? I no, you're right, but that is not the term I expected you to use for this. <laughs> freeballing is like not wearing underwear. You're, oh yeah, you're yeah. Freeballing it. No, yeah, yeah. That's just not something I expected to hear from you today. <laughs> just going crazy. That's what, that's what I meant. Yeah, it, yeah. Okay, <laughs> sure. Let's do this. Best movies. What do you got, Tim? Okay. Um, Zack Snyder's Justice League. Dude, Yo, let's I don't, talk about that for a minute. I don't care if you're a a a, a comic book fan or not. What he did to this DCEU and how he made this film, not only was it very unique in its own stance, like the way the format, what was it, like 4-3? Like, isn't that the format of the movie? Remember how it almost box? Yeah, dude, I have no idea. Don't okay. don't come at me. The, the format of, like, what you see on the screen, the black and white, well, there was one version that was black and white, um, but that film, four hours long, it did not... It was long, but it felt good. It yeah. felt like a really good. Uh, if like I was telling Chris, like this feels like it is comic book on the screen. Yeah, typically if a movie is like more than two and a half hours, I have to watch it in parts. And I sat through that whole thing, watched it, loved it. Yeah, and especially when you compare it to the original Justice League that came out, mm-hmm. like the difference is it was a brand new movie. Mm-hmm. Like I was still amazed by this storyline. It was completely different from what we got initially from the theatrical release. Yeah. And it was so much better. So much better. Yeah, they they look you can say what you want about Zach, but he knows these DC characters very well and he knows how to put them on screen. Yeah. So, you know, even as a person who, like you and me, Chris, we're Superman fans, but I still respected Batman in that movie. Even though it was Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm not a Ben Affleck fan by any means. I I don't hate him, but I'm not a fan, but <laughs> I was disappointed when I found out he was going to play Batman. Yeah. And then when I saw the original Justice League, I was even more disappointed than I thought I was going to be. <laughs> Zack Snyder helped redeem that, yeah, yeah, for sure. that role. Yeah. So anyways, that one. Do you want to go back and forth, or do you just want me to go through all of mine? Uh, let's go through all of yours, and then we'll go through all of mine. All right. Uh, next one, uh, Shang-Chi. Dude. So great. S- stellar film. Yeah. It is. I, I loved, I was watching actually the behind the scenes of it the other day and just seeing how important it was for everyone in the cast and the staff to really bring in this Asian American culture into this movie, the representation that they had both on and off the screen. Um, dude, the I movie, think they did a really good job with that too. Dude, like, absolutely. Unexpectedly. Like, and, and, and I heard this the other, t- the other day too. It's like, you don't want to put something as representation just to have it, but when you have it and you also have a good quality movie, Dude, it's just it like, a, it, yeah, it, it, so the movie, I mean, if you haven't seen it yet, go watch it. It's on Disney Plus. It is phenomenal. It really is. It, I was. I think I've told several people this. 
now that Cap and Iron Man are out, he might be my new favorite Avenger. Just straight up. I just and I also love Simu Lee. Dude, yeah. he is an amazing dude. He's hilarious. Great actor. He's funny. I love him. His stock photos just bring joy to my yes. life. He did stock photos for like uh, Microsoft or whoever it was, and those are hilarious. Yeah. And he always tweets them like randomly. <laughs> He's like, hey, throwback to when I was doing stock photos. <laughs> Look at Cheryl. She's so silly. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Shang-Chi. Go watch it. It's amazing. Yeah. Um, next one, movie that I did not expect to like as much as I did, Dune. Dune. Dude. The movie where they poop and pee in their suits. That's correct. Quality. Have you seen it yet? I haven't seen the new one still. Wow. Yeah. You I'm, should. I've been waiting on Tyler. Uh, like, the reason I don't watch a lot of these movies is because I'm waiting on other people to watch them with me, and nobody ever wants to watch these movies with me. There are a few movies that Je- I'm waiting on Jess on. I'm like, you ready for this? She's like, no. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like That's like my whole thing. You want to watch this movie now? No. All right. <laughs> we can watch the same show we've watched a thousand <laughs> times already. That's fine. <laughs> All right, I want to save you and move along. Uh, <laughs> next up, uh, The Last Duel. Uh, I think I, I mentioned... Haven't seen it. Did I mention this last time? I think so, but I didn't really have a big desire to see this one. I mean... It didn't get a lot of marketing cover, so yeah. I wasn't even aware of it until, like, the day before it released. If you're if you're a history nut like I am, um, I like to watch these films no matter what, um, but especially because it's uh, Scott Ridley and, um, it, you know... It's Which be, I love as a director. Yeah, yeah. It, it was good quality. Ridley Scott, by the way. Oh, thank you. I don't... <laughs> Uh, um, but yeah, good, good stuff. Um, the, the acting was on point. Adam Driver, Matt Damon is Matt Damon. Um, but dude, it's good. Acting. Surprise Matt Damon. It's yeah. like my favorite thing. Oh, that's what I should have put in my hair. Yeah, I'll do that one. Then. Uh, Matt Damon. Um, so yeah, last duel. I enjoyed it. And it's got a really good story about, um, uh, about women and women's rights and their voice. And so it's got a really good subplot to it as well. Isn't so. it like based in like the 1200s? Yeah, 13 something. Um, so back when women had no rights. Exactly. No, th- so if you don't know this, the whole premise is that, um, I, I can't remember her name, but she basically telling she tells these people that she's been raped by Adam Driver's character and no one believes her or very little people believe her. And the whole, the whole their logic back then was um, you... you know, this is going to sound horrible, but if it was pleasurable, then it wasn't rape. Or if it brought you some kind of pleasure or whatever, then it can't be rape. And stupid stuff like that. Or other things that they believed back then was um, you can't get pregnant if it was rape. Yeah. It's stupid stuff like things that. Things that they still believe to this day, <sighs> yeah. by the way. So anyways, a lot of it was about those kind of principles and how like, oh, that sounds a lot. Of, that sounds very familiar. Um, so yeah. very good film. Okay. Uh the next one, I ex- man, I really enjoyed this. Not just because as well, it, you should have. It was just, I mean, I, I, I'll 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 take the blame and the not the guilt, but the just I don't know enough about Black history, but uh, the movie Judas and the Black Messiah was a phenomenal. If you don't like that movie, you're racist. <laughs> that, that's just how it is. Um, it it really dives deep into the story about Fred Hampton and how he was murdered, um, and the the, the story is. As a white man who doesn't know that much, it really did bring up a more a just a deep understanding of just a history that I don't know of. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know how else to say and it. Obviously, <laughs> this is it's a movie; it's not like a documentary, right. so it's an artist's interpretation of the story. But it's pretty dang accurate, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I I, I looked into it even afterwards. I'm like, 
Yeah, that's it, those things happen. <laughs> like not everything word for word, but just like oh yeah. yes, that <laughs> that did indeed happen. All right, uh, two more positive ones. I'll keep it quick. Uh, the Suicide Squad, the new one, the new one, it, guys. James Gunn is he is crazy. It, it was a fun movie. It is. Guys, he is his own direct. If you unleash him, you will either love or hate his movies. It's one or the other. It's the same thing with um, Quentin Tarantino. You either love him or hate yeah. him. You, <laughs> there yeah. is no in between, really. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I personally loved it. I love his humor, and uh, the the movie it, it, it revived the Suicide Squad, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, I really enjoyed that. I one. like the fact that they used the giant starfish Starro. Yeah. Uh, as the villain. Yeah. You don't see stuff like that in no. comic book movies nowadays. <laughs> and it was really great. Yeah. So great. It was fun. Uh, and then my last film um, is Luca. Which is one of Ellie's favorite movies. It, it was my kids for like three weeks, and then they got tired of it again. So I don't know what happened. but Anytime that happens, Ellie's like, Luca. Luca. <laughs> She's so cute. Uh, great animated film. Love the story. Love the Italianness. The Italianness. That's all I got to say. <laughs> the Italianosity of it. The Italianosity. <laughs> all all right. right. What about you, bro? Uh, so my favorites from 2021. Free Guy. Talked about it last time. It was still yeah. a great movie. You know, living in a virtual world as an NPC, and then all of a sudden the AI takes over, and you start actually living in yeah. this video game world. I think that's a really cool concept. Uh, it's the more fun version of what I wanted Ready Player One to be. Mm. So that was I need, cool. I need to watch it. I'm going to watch it before the year's over. You have to. It's so great. Um, next up would be Thunder Force, <laughs> which Melissa McCarthy and Octavia Spencer, yeah, yeah. hilarious together. <laughs> that movie was just a fun, fun movie start to finish about two women that had superpowers and ended up stopping a supervillain. So great. Simple, funny. Yeah, yeah. It, it was good. It was good. Um, Raya and the Last Dragon. I have not watched this yet. I need to. It was really good. Um, it, did, it didn't get the attention I feel like it deserved, but as an animated movie, it's on Disney+, Plus. So you can check it out. As an animated movie, it, it did basically what I think they were trying to do with Shang-Chi, uh, mm. bring Asian representation into the Disney animated universe. Yeah, yeah. Um, it it was a really cool, interesting, almost unique story. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, it's hero's journey, and you can tie that to anything else. Um, but it, it was a really cool, interesting ride of a movie, I think. Mm. Ellie really likes it, too. All the colors and the flashing lights. Mm, I should really, try that, then. Really gets her attention. Um, so that one was fun. Another one that I thought, I, you know, it wasn't super great, but for the nostalgia of it, I absolutely loved Coming to America too. Mm. So Coming to America is an old movie, I think like early 90s. You guys know that really old movie? <laughs> I'll fight it, kid, man. <laughs> um, but it, it was an Eddie Murphy movie uh, with Arsenio Hall, and they play these two characters from Africa. One of them is a prince, and the mm. other one is like his number two guy. Uh, they come to America, and he just experiences American life. And then at the end of that movie, he goes back to Africa. Yeah. Coming to America is basically a 20-some-odd years later version of that movie where his son is, I guess he had a son when he was in America that he didn't know about. Whoop. So he finds out about <laughs> him, and he, he has to deal with that situation. So you follow him <laughs> and his son as they both kind of figure out their relationship together. And, yeah. Uh, all kinds of cool stuff. They figure out all the good things. 
Uh, so that was a fun movie. It's pretty funny. Like half of the characters are played by Eddie Murphy. The other half are played by Arsenio <laughs> Hall. So it's, it is what it is. You know, it's an Eddie Murphy movie. He plays right, everybody. Right. So. Uh, but it, it was really fun, and it harkens back to the old one, um, to Coming to America, which was great. I think they really missed the opportunity of calling it Coming to America rather than Coming to America 2. But Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. I always feel like they need to rename these things. Like uh, what was the movie, the magic movie that came out a while back? Um, magic Mike? No, God no, <laughs> no. Um, what are you talking about? Uh, now you see me. Oh, and then it was now you see me too. <laughs> they should have done now you don't. Like that should have been the. I've never seen a Magic Mike movie, but why did that come to my brain? What is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> we know what Tim's thinking about, guys. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey in those tiny little shorts. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Guys, I think I broke Tim. Hey, maybe Matthew, though. <laughs> Moving right along. Uh, the next movie that I liked from 2021 was Tomorrow War. Man, we disagree on that one, didn't we? Yeah, you did not like that movie. I didn't care for it, no. I thought it was a really cool movie. It was interesting. It was a new take on time travel. Um, I liked the, I mean, the aliens weren't very unique. They looked like. The same, and I told you. I think the reason I liked it so much is because I had just played um, Horizon Zero Dawn, and yeah. it was very similar to that. Right. And I really liked Horizon Zero Dawn, so it kind of just kind of linked the two in my head. Yeah. Um, but I really liked it. It was a fun, fun movie. And then the last thing that I hate, absolutely hate, because it, I related to it so much that I was mad at it. I'm pretty oh. pretty sure making this this film special, whatever you want to call it, was a hate crime <laughs> because I hated it. <laughs> Bo Burnham's Inside on Netflix. Yeah, um, yeah. Any mentally ill millennial will tell you that this movie spoke to their soul and they also hated it. Um, I did not ask to be called out the way he called us out. <laughs> I did not ask for the pain that I feel every time I listen to that song. I did not ask to add that song to my playlist seven times to make sure it does maximum damage. Um, but I still listen to every song from that special. <laughs> it's on my Spotify, man. Oh, Bo Burnham. Yeah. So mentally I'm not okay, but physically go watch inside. Uh, so those are my movies. That's What's great. up next? Yeah. Before we move on, I'd like to comment on something. If you're not watching this on, on YouTube, uh, Chris is holding something in his right hand and it is an orange. <laughs> But there's something really wrong with this orange. So this orange <laughs> I found in my car today. The last time I bought oranges was maybe two months ago. How is that thing not completely rotted out? I don't know. But Guys, like, you, need it, you can you can look like it's it's black on one side but not on the other. Guys, if you're not watching like this right now, I need you to pause and go to their YouTube. Chris, show it to the look, screen. Look at this. This is my comfort orange. It's my yeah, emotional support orange. I feel like you shouldn't be holding it. It looks horrible. I'm scared it's going to like pop in my hand, but it's fine. It's fine. This is how the zombie apocalypse happens. <laughs> From this orange. I love this orange. His name is Bob, and I love him. Okay, moving on. We're going to keep this short because we, we already went really long. But we're, uh, favorite TikTok moments or videos? I, I thought I had a lot when I wrote this down, but I didn't. So um, I'm just going to do mine and get it out of the way. But my favorite thing to happen this year on TikTok 
two things. Actually, there's two things. One, I've discovered anti-social studies, um, which is that, um, I can't remember her name, but she has a podcast and she talks about history. She's a history teacher, but the way she explains it is just super awesome. And I love history. So that's one of the great things that I personally liked. Um, but then also, it, unless you, you probably didn't know this unless you're on the certain side of TikTok, but I loved the... It, it was, if you're listening to our podcast, you're probably on this side of You TikTok. might be. Uh, let me correct. If you're still listening to our <laughs> podcast after our deconstruction right. series, you're probably on this side of TikTok. And by no means was this even a, a real fight because one person was just so much... One of them is just a complete idiot, but... And the other one didn't really do anything no, about it. Modern Warrior versus Misfit Patriot. And if you know, you know. If you don't, you don't. But one basically, Misfit Patriot, this white, stereotypically white dude who called, um, what, what's his name? Um, Lance. Lance, thank you. He called him a pedophile, what he did. And then he buckled down, and then he played the victim card, and then he didn't, and went on the offensive, and then played victim again, and went back and forth like that. And essentially, from my perspective, the whole... TikTok. Dude, everyone on TikTok <laughs> has been ripping this dude. My for you page for a solid month was nothing Everybody's but like, people getting How up. dare you talk about Lance like that? And they just go in on this guy. I mean, people with like two followers and people with like a million followers oh my God, were all they destroyed on him. him. Like, and he did it to himself. He, he, because yeah, he, like baseless, there's no evidence right. for this. It's not even like a question. He is so anti-pedophilia, it's ridiculous. Right. But he called a uh, modern warrior pedophile, and then everybody just, like, yeah, they it, destroyed him. Not only his TikTok, like, he had, um, was it Modern Patriot? They took it down. Modern Patriot 2.0, yeah. they took it down. Modern <laughs> Patriot 3.0 took it down. Misfit Patriot 1, 2, and 3, they took all of those down. Like, he tries to set up new TikToks, and they just keep <laughs> mass reporting and shutting them down. But the people started they taking his They ruined his name. physical business, like... They put his info out there like this is his business and people stopped using his business. Mm -hmm. Then he's like, guys, you're hurting my livelihood. Bro, then you just, just tried to accuse a man of being a pedophile. Yeah. Well, it, it you brought this on yourself. It wasn't just that. Like he literally, it wasn't just that one video. He kept saying yeah, he things. Kept, he kept doubling down on it. And so it was really funny to see like professional lawyers and things on TikTok go, yeah, this guy's an idiot. He's just digging himself deeper and deeper. Yeah. And just it's just like. <laughs> Dude. If if you were a part of that side of TikTok for like the month and a half that went it's on, it's been hilarious. It was to watch, amazing for sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's all I got, Chris. How about you? So my favorite two things on TikTok, uh, first of all, is one that I cannot remember the creator's name, but surprise, Matt Damon. It's a series that they do where they talk about all of Matt Damon's cameos, where he's not actually oh, like the star of the yeah. movie. So, like, yeah, in yeah. Eurotrip, he played the musician that <laughs> slept with Scotty's girlfriend. Um, in, uh, what was it? Uh, Team America. What, what's, the, what's the name of the movie? Um, the one with the puppets. Oh. America, uh, if yeah. I don't remember. I know what you're talking about, but I don't remember. Whatever. So, he was in that movie. Um, Thor. Thor, like, when he played Loki. <laughs> yeah. um, was not the Martian, because he was the main character. Um, oh. Interstellar. Uh, yeah, yeah. He was the guy they had to go rescue. Uh -huh. Like, surprise, Matt Damon. Yeah, he just Dr. Man. shows up randomly in these roles, and everybody's <laughs> like, oh, it's Matt Damon. <laughs> and there's, like, ten different episodes, and she does, like, three movies per episode. <laughs> like, you would be surprised at how often Matt he's Damon shows up randomly. Like, he's, uh, he did in the movie Ponyo, which is a Studio yeah. Ghibli movie. He was Sosuke's dad in Ponyo. <laughs> Ponyo. Just in everything. Like, just random things. 
<laughs> Matt Damon, surprise. There you go. Uh, so that's one. And then my other favorite is misleading thirst traps. Ooh. So you guys, oh, yeah, you're on yeah. TikTok. I'm sure you know thirst traps. Like there are certain songs that indicate this is going to be a thirst trap. <laughs> um, like the curl song. Yeah, yeah. We're going to practice curls. One, two. And then the, they do the thirst trap. My favorite is the misleading ones where, like, they go to do the thirst trap, and instead of changing into, like, lingerie or whatever, they're in dinosaur costume. <laughs> or, like, uh, they'll do, like, the ring light thing where they yeah. do it from the ring light from behind them, and they're supposed to be in lingerie, but the woman's husband is in front of her, and he's like, hey, we've been trying to reach you about your car's extended warranty. <laughs> like, misleading thirst traps. Every time I hear those sounds and I see what looks like a thirst trap set up, I'm like, oh, how do I get on this side of TikTok? And then it's a misleading yeah. one. I'm like, oh, I'm not. It's fine. <laughs> I know where I am. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> so those are my favorite things that happen on TikTok. Fun, fun. All right. Let's move on uh, to best books that we read in 2021. Um, I will start this one by saying that I am not a reader. I don't read a whole lot. Yeah. This is so the, the four books that I listed are like the four books I read this year. This is the first time in a long time I've read this many books in a year. So, I mean, it's, it's no accomplishment. But, um, all right, I'm going to go first. I'm going to go through it quickly because I've mentioned this one so yeah, many we, times. Yeah, we've talked about all of these books before. Right. Uh, Jesus and John Wayne by Chris and Dume. Um, guys, listen, if you consider yourself religious or on the right at all, it is at least informative of how we as a not we anymore. I'm not. I don't consider myself a part of it. But the, how the Christian right has landed where it's at today, um, it'll tell you. It, it it's a it's a wonderful, um, you know, start to finish of how we got here. And so, Kristen Dume just she's phenomenal. Her 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 the way she wrote it and how she you know put all the pieces of the puzzle together um, is probably my favorite book of the year. Um, Next up, a book I actually just recently finished reading, Love Matters More by Jared Bias. Uh, I This was the one that I really enjoyed because it kind of it kind of put me in check a little bit because I love to argue sometimes and I love to debate people and you know, right. fight people on, online. Right. And the way he, basically the, the underlying premise of his book is that if you consider yourself a Christian, you sh- it shouldn't be about being right or wrong. It's it, That won't help anyways. And so there is a line, of course, that he justifies like, well, there is a line, of course, of, you know, speaking up for justice and things. But ultimately, trying to fight for what's right is not going to work because your right is not always going to be what is right. Or like how he explains it is that there's that verse in, um, uh, what is it, basically speaking truth and love and how truth is very subjective. It, it, you can't really, um, we, we think it's so black and white, so clear, but we can see through history that it's not always that way. And so right. for you to speak truth and love, it is more than just speaking facts. It's actually about living truthfully. It's kind of like, it's kind of like what you said, said a few weeks ago about living honorably, um, honoring your parents. And it's, yeah. it's not so much about what you say, but how you live your life. And so, yes. um, yeah, this yeah. book actually kind of convicted me a little bit. So good. Uh, next one, the universal Christ by Richard Rohr. Um, guys, Look it up yourself. I'm not going to explain to it because it, it's just so heavy and deep. Um, but it does shed a new light on how we can view Christ and how we can view Christ in us. And so there's that. Then last one, Uncomfortable Conversations with a Black Man by Emmanuel Acho. Every conversation you have with me is an uncomfortable conversation with a black man. No. It's not always uncomfortable with you. Do you want our conversations to always be uncomfortable? 
Yes. Well, you're starting to make that a real thing now. (laughs) (laughs) How about you, Chris? Books? Uh, Yeah, so some of my favorite books. Braving the Wilderness. Not the first time I read it, but I reread it this year or listened to it. Most of my books are on audiobook. I don't have time to read. I'm driving half the time. So I listen to books on audiobook. Braving the Wilderness, um, Brene Brown. If you haven't already read that book, you absolutely should. It'll change your life. It'll help you better your relationships, better your understanding of the world, kind of give you a a base. It's not really a self-help book, but it definitely helped me help myself. Yeah, yeah. Um, Next up is White Fragility by Robin DiAngelo. I wish I would have finished that. You really should. Um, That one is essentially exactly what it says it is. It's a book about white people's fragility when it comes to topics about race and racism, um, how things could be different, how things ended up the way they are, why it's so hard to talk to white people about racist issues, um, specifically conservative white people, but even people that you would consider woke white people Mm -hmm. are still missing the mark, things like that. Yeah. Um, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, which is uh, Suzanne Collins. Uh, it's the Hunger Games, basically. It's oh. a, a prequel to the Hunger Games. Oh, yeah, just read that. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, she actually, I think she convinced Janelle to read it, mm. which once I found out Janelle was reading it, I read it. Yeah. Um, but it's the prequel version of the Hunger Games. It was just a fun book. Um, kind of gives you a little bit of insight into President Snow's mm. younger yeah. years and why, His transformation, right? Why he is the way he is, um, why he hates District 12 so much, all of that stuff. is It's pretty cool little storybook. If you like The Hunger Games, you should definitely check that out. I kind of hope they make a movie about it. Um, and then the last one is Living with a Seal. Interesting. Which, that one is about um, a Navy SEAL that went to move in with a guy that I actually met personally. Um, his book, hold on, let me see if I can pull it up. I think it is on audiobook. I don't remember if I bought it on audiobook or if I found a digital version. It is on Audible. Okay. Um, yeah, Jesse Itzler. He is a guy that I met at a Vivint event that we did. And he basically invited this Navy SEAL to live with him for a year and get his crap in order and help him train and all that kind of stuff. And the dude just showed up with, like, less than a backpack and was like, all right, I live here now. Wow. And he was like, oh, you actually took me up on that. And he's like, yeah, absolutely. (laughs) And I'm going to train you, and you're going to do everything I say. No questions asked, right? Wow. And he was like, I mean, I I guess so. He's like, no, 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 you're going to do this. I'm gone. (laughs) Like, sure, I guess, whatever. So they go into, like, hardcore training, like, physically and mentally, um, getting this dude prepped for, like, working out, doing marathons, all kinds of crazy stuff like that. Uh, but it it's it was an interesting read because at the time I was listening to it, I was going to the gym, like, every other day, mm. uh, which, obviously, with COVID spikes, I stopped doing that, which I'm trying to get back to going to the gym again. Um, but it, it's a really motivating book yeah. to, to have something like that in your ear while you're at the gym, you're like, man, if this guy can do a thousand push-ups in a day, I can do, <laughs> I can do 10 curls with you know, this machine or whatever. Uh, so that, that was an interesting book to read. I would definitely suggest that if you're looking at working out, getting back in shape, any of that stuff. Cool beans, living with a seal. Yep. 
All right, well, let's move on. Best TV shows. Oh, hold on. Before we move on, oh. um, let me do a shout-out to a children's book that I really like for Ellie. Um, oh. I, oh, I didn't think I know what you were going to say. Say it. Do you? Maybe. Anti-racist baby. Oh, no. Yeah, you didn't know that, did you? No. Yeah, you should definitely check it out. <laughs> um, Anti-Racist Baby, it's the number one New York best time, sorry, New York Times best-selling book uh, by Ibram X. Kendi. Mm. And it's basically just a children's, like a little kid's book that you would read to a baby about being anti-racist. And Ellie really likes it. So I'll just shout out for that one. Man, there's one I was trying to think of. Was it Rachel Held Evans or was it Jen Hatmaker? No, it was Rachel Held Evans. She had written, she started writing a children's book and then she passed away and someone finished it for her. But it just came out. But we just got it for Aria uh, for Christmas. Can't remember what it's called though. Off the top of my head. That's what I thought you were going to say, but, no, but I, you didn't. I, I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. I don't even know what you're talking about. That's fine. That's fine. All right, moving along. Best TV shows of 2021. Chris, you start. Yeah. So C is on that the, is Apple that, TV. Bro, I need to watch this. It is really good. I need to watch it. Um, oh. that, that one has uh, what's his bucket in it? Aquaman. Um, come on. Oh man, I I'm drawing a blank. <laughs> I can't think of it either. Actually, I'll try to see if I can just. Oh my god, I'm drawing a blank. You guys, you guys know, um, he married the <laughs> oldest Cosby daughter. <laughs> really? <laughs> Not Bill Cosby's actual daughter, but the the girl who woman now who Jason played Momoa. It. Jason Momoa. Thank you. Okay. Yeah, Jason Momoa. My my head was like Rock uh, Dwayne. Rock no, like, no, it's I not was him. thinking the same thing. Was, it's not the Rock. <laughs> Uh, I was like, Dave Bautista? No. He's also in it, though. Oh, Batista's yeah. in it. Um, but this is set in the future. Everybody's blind, and yeah. he has two kids that can see. Mm. And that becomes the driving point for the whole show. Right, right. Uh, so it's a really interesting one, futuristic, and yet still dystopian at the same time, which is my favorite aesthetic. Yeah. I love, like, nature reclaiming things mm. and, like, giant skyscrapers, but, like, vines climbing right. all the way up them. Really cool. Cool, cool, cool. Um, Dickinson, also on Apple TV. That one also stars um, Haley Steinfeld, is her name, um, the Kate Bishop from yeah, Hawkeye. Yeah. Man, she's just... She's in everything. She's good. And she's great. Yeah. Um, but Dickinson is about, obviously, Emily Dickinson and her life as a writer, her early life. Yeah. Um, really interesting take on it, because it's, like, it's still set in the time of Emily Dickinson, mm-hmm. but... They have like modern things, like they do parties in a modern style. Wiz Khalifa's in it as <laughs> death, um, all kinds of really cool stuff like that. Uh, next up is an anime that came out this year that everybody has been clamoring about: Demon Slayer. If you haven't seen it, you should. Is that an artist too? Like a like a Christian rock band or something? I'm looking it up. Slayer is. Oh, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, Demon Slayer is an anime about this kid whose family gets killed by demons, with the exception of his sister who gets turned into a demon, hmm. and his goal is to turn her back into a human. But in order to do that, he joins the ranks of this secret army that hunt and kill demons in Japan, I think is where it's... So it, they're mostly set on Japan. or It's a country like modeled after Japan, right. not a real one. Um, but he has to hunt these demons, and the big number one demon that's like the oldest demon he's the one that makes every demon that's out there now mm-hmm. he's hunting that guy yeah but obviously he's just starting his journey mm. like season one just came out season two comes out next year really cool oh also there's a movie for it I, I watched the movie i think i bought the movie on your uh voodoo thing you bought it on my thing yeah i use my card oh <laughs> i bought the movie on voodoo gotcha so you can watch it if you want 
Um, and then the last thing that I watched this year was, or not the last, but the last one I want to talk about is Invincible, which is on Amazon Prime. What is that about? That is, a bell. It's a superhero cartoon. Oh, um, yeah, where yeah, yeah. the kid is like the son of the greatest superhero in the world. Yeah, yeah. And then come to find out, like he's only here to kill, basically, <laughs> uh, to conquer the planet. And, yeah. Uh, Mark, the main character, has to figure that stuff out, and like he's just now getting his superpowers. So he's training with his dad, who at the same time is also trying to yeah. take over the Earth secretly. So it's kind of a back and forth thing, and it's really cool, really weird. A uh, nice modern take on what it's like to be a superhero. Like, people die all the time in the show. Like, humans die. Mm. And you have to see, like, oh, this is how heroes handle that. <laughs> and since he's brand new at it, he does not handle uh, it well. Yeah, so it's, yeah. like, taking a huge toll on him mentally. Mm. All kinds of cool stuff. But cool. it's a really cool show. What about you? All right. Uh, four shows. Ted Lasso. I mean, I've talked about it so many times. Guys, Still haven't watched it. You, <sighs> and Tim's mad at me for it. I am. Because this show is... It's so freaking beautiful. Like it is the show. It it's yes. I know I got into it because of soccer, but it's not about soccer. It it is about a guy. It's about people. It it really is. And guys, I'm. He t- tells me this every time. It is so good, <laughs> guys. I, I got my sister to watch it for the first time a couple of weeks ago, and she's like, we binged five episodes in a row. It just the show is beautiful. It's amazing. It's about family. It's about heart. It's about actually therapy. It's about all these really good things that. Oh, therapy's in it. I'm done. I'm, I'm gonna watch it today. Right. Um. So. <laughs> I'm not. Uh, Apple TV. Uh, and then next one, also on Apple TV. Man, we got Apple TV's man, got they, some good stuff. They brought their game this year. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, for All Mankind, I think it was season two. or th- That looks really good. I want to see that. It's good, man. So basically, if you don't know, it's alternative reality of what if the Russians had gotten to the moon first, and then it just follows in after that. Very interesting. Basically, we try to colonize the moon. That's uh, that's it in a nutshell. But it's really good, really well-made drama. It's got the guy um, who plays Brick Flag. What's his name? Uh, the actor. I can't think of his name. The only guy I remember from Suicide Squad is uh, John Cena. Ah, well, there you go. <laughs> and Idris Elba. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, really good. Uh, if you're looking for a fun, you know, sci-fi drama, it's really good. Next up, Loki. I think you mentioned it earlier. Everybody loves Loki, man. Loki, so good. So high Everybody quality. Everybody loves Loki. I, I loved WandaVision, but I think Loki was a little bit better, in my opinion, just because I felt like, I think there's a better payoff yeah. in Loki than there was with WandaVision. Um so Loki was my MCU movie or show yep. of the year. Loki is the show that ties all of the Marvel movies together for the next phase. Yeah, yeah, very much so. Yeah. So I'm pumped about it. And then the last one, I mentioned this last week, but I thought I'd give it one more mention, Narcos Mexico. Um if you're looking for a if you, like me personally, if I, you like drugs, <laughs> <laughs> this is the show for you. Uh I, I love if you like crime shows. And you or you like um, history historical shows? This is a combination of that. It's really well made. Crime uh, and history. Crime and history. Pablo Escobar, the Cali cartel, um, the uh, the Juarez uh, cartel. Just dude, phenomenal, phenomenal show. Check them out. All right, moving on. We got to do this quickly because we are pushing through time. No, we don't. It's our podcast. Uh, we make as long as we want. We make the rules. <laughs> Things we listen to. So we decided to include songs, albums, artists, or podcasts that we want to give honorable mentions to f- that we listened to this past year. So um, I'll go first. Um, you knew it was going to happen. I mean, if you know me, you knew it was going to happen. I knew it was going to happen. Uh, Switchfoot. They had a new album, uh, which I'm still trying to figure out how to pronounce. Interobang. Interobang. 
intro bang, I would think. But. Yeah. Um, it's it's a fun album. I liked it. I enjoyed it. It's one of those albums that just Switchfoot's always made me happy, and that's probably reason why I liked it so much. It just kind of brings me a peace every single time I listen to their stuff. Um, but then next up, John Foreman, the lead singer of Switchfoot, had his own album come out called Departures. And that one's a little bit deeper and had some songs that actually came out while we were talking about deconstruction and talking about just thinking about all that stuff. And so um, I really enjoyed um, that album. So yeah, uh, for you guys that who are soccer fans, for me and Aaron basically listening. <laughs> hey, I am also a soccer fan. I'm just not a... Yeah, I don't like new things. <laughs> I got you into uh, Austin FC, so that's a good thing. We need to go to another game. Yeah, if you can, uh, if you can see my koozie here <laughs> that I put on my Monster Energy drink, it yeah. is an Austin FC koozie. And the only reason I got it is because it came free with the beer I bought at the game. Yeah, it was good. The game was fun. everything there is hella expensive. Very true. Very true. They're like hundred and thirty dollars for a hoodie. I was like, I'll buy one on Amazon. <laughs> Um, so anyways, uh, there's a podcast I listen to religiously uh, called State of the Union Podcast with Alexi Lalas. Uh, and it's essentially, if you're, if you're into soccer but you want to kind of know more about the American aspect of it, it's from an American perspective. He talks about Americans who play elsewhere but also the American national team, both men and women's. Um, so I listen to that very regularly. Highly recommend it. Next cool. up, another podcast that actually really inspired, um, I think, this podcast. In and I way. do listen to this one. Do you? Yeah, not like every episode, but every now and then I'll throw it on and I'll just listen to an episode. It's hilarious. It's a fun podcast to put in the background because they're yeah. not like so. If you if you are into like the Office Ladies, if you know that uh, that podcast, it's about it's got Jenna Fisher and um, Angela Kins, Kins, Kings Kinsley. Oh, I forgot, I forgot her last don't name. Don't ask me, man. Uh, but they played Angela and Pam in the Office, and they talk about the Office and you know each episode by episode, but they're very detailed with it. Yeah. With this episode, or with this podcast, Fake Doctors, Real Friends, it's Zach Braff and Donald Faison. Faison? Faison? Faison. Faison. Is it French? I don't know. Um, But it's about the show Scrubs. But they are a lot just looser. They're basically <laughs> just two guys that <laughs> hang out and... Talk. That they, it is exactly what it is. They're real friends. They yeah. just talk about whatever they want to talk about, basically. Yeah. And like Tim said, it really inspired our podcast. Yeah. The, the way that we do our stuff is kind of similar to how they do theirs. So if you're looking for a podcast where it's just two friends, they talk about the show. They talk about each episode, but it's a lot more just loose. You can put it in the background and just do work or you know drive around with it. It's 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 an enjoyable show. And then the last one, if you're looking for something a little bit more deeper and theological, um, the Bible for Normal People podcast. Um, that's Pete Enns and Jared Bias, those guys have inspired me for If you many liked years. our deconstruction series, this is a good one for you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, or even if you don't like it, but you want to hear a little bit. If you want to hear. <laughs> if you want to hear about deconstruction, but you hated our deconstruction series. <laughs> well, if you want to hear from actual theologians and professors and people who have PhDs in this stuff, who actually can say these things 10 times better than we can. <laughs> I thought you were going to say people who have degrees, and I was like, oh, whoa. Hold on. Degrees but then you this. said PhDs, and I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they know a lot more than I do. Uh, it's a really good, uh, really good podcast. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. simplify everything. So, yeah. Chris, how about you? Cool. Man? Uh, so, for mine, the number one podcast I listened to that was not our own podcast uh, was <laughs> Under Our Roof. Yeah. And that is. Um, oh, come on. Um, man. Grace is yeah. their name. Uh, Grace and Lizzie Baldridge, they do a podcast together. They're married. Uh, they talk about living the gay old life at home in California. They're so cute, too. They are. They're adorable. <laughs> um, and they just 
whatever they want to talk about, they just get together. They talk about stuff. They have a dog named Bean, <laughs> um, which is hilarious because my daughter, we call her Bean. Yeah. So, like, anytime she talks about her dog, Bean, I imagine my daughter doing the things that yeah, she says. And it's yeah. <laughs> um, but they, they have a good old time. They talk about all kinds of stuff. Their friends, their family, their lives together and before they got together in California, um, college days, friends, whatever. They, they talk about it all. Um, next up that I listen to a lot would be music by Grace Baldridge. Yeah. Uh, her art or their artist name is similar. It's good stuff. On Spotify, Apple music. You can find it's everywhere. Anything. Um, the number one song I listened to by them was Jesus from Texas. I was just about to say it. Yeah. Which same. that one is a pretty good, like musical mm. version of deconstruction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, I listened to it on the way here actually. Yeah. It's such a good song, yeah. and uh, I, uh, similar also put out a new album yeah, recently, yeah, which is also pretty good. So it is. There's two albums out you can go listen to, and then I think a couple of singles as well. Um, really phenomenal music. Yeah, they're really good. Um, another thing that I started listening to is a lot of TikTok music. TikTok has influenced a lot of my life this year. You, you yeah, you definitely dove into that that world. Yeah. Which is hilarious because last year I was like, I'm not doing that. TikTok is <laughs> dumb. Cares. I'm not getting on this stupid children's app. Gen Z. <laughs> yeah. And now I'm like, I need more. <laughs> Feed me. Um, but listen to a lot of TikTok music. So uh, CCB, Charlie Curtis Beard, um, Bella Porch, Build a Bish is the, the name of the song. <laughs> Wasn't too fond of that one, but. Finding new artists on TikTok is a, yeah. is a really fun thing. Even artists that have been around for a while that I had never heard of, like the Mountain Goats, yeah. um, No Children. I don't know if you've heard that song. If you're on that side of TikTok. <laughs> no, no, I'm not. I am drowning. <laughs> there is no sign of land. You are coming down with me. Hand an unlovable hand, and I hope you die. Wow. I hope we both die. <laughs> no? no? Never heard No, the only, the only person. Tim is on mentally stable TikTok. I'm telling y'all. I hardly knows what I'm talking about. That. <laughs> Where are you at, Harley? The only the only uh, artist I think I've listened to other than um, Grace is um, your pal Austin. Your pal Austin, dude, I love his stuff too. <laughs> <laughs> dude, he's funny. Yeah, he's good. He actually just put out another uh, a verse to Bo Burnham's song. Um, oh man, I always do this. Like I start talking about something and then I go blank on the name of it. Um, funny feeling. There you mm. go. So Bo Burnham wrote a song called Funny Feeling, and it's about all the weird stuff that we do. Uh, so like stunning 8K resolution meditation app. <laughs> like why do you need a meditation app in 8K? But yeah. like that type of stuff. Um, your pal Austin put out a verse for it. A lot of musical TikTokers were doing that when it first came out. Yeah. And he was like, hey, I, I didn't get on this trend when it first came out. But as 2021 comes to a wrap, I, I've been thinking a lot about it. <laughs> and it was like uh, people – no. Anti-vaxxers dying in overcrowded ICUs, and I'm like, oh, oh, like that's the way to start it. Ugh. I mean, he's right. <laughs> yeah, he's right. Um, next up is Skatoon Network, which also on TikTok I found this guy, uh, but he does ska music, which I used to really love. Back I in remember middle school and early high school. The OC Supertones kind of lost it for a while. <laughs> OC Supertones, Aquabats, come on, bring it. But yeah. Getting back into Scott, like, you really find the things you loved as a kid when you're turning 30. I'm going to say, I think we're just getting old, man. Yeah, <laughs> like, we're, we're like, clinging on to the old stuff that we used to like. Uh, but Scott 2 Network is a, a Scott musician that went to music college 
And he was like, hey, I want to get a degree and play ska music. And his professors were all like, yeah, that's dumb. <laughs> and now he does it professionally. He's been in movies and TV shows, get doing it. soundtracks and things like that. <laughs> uh, he's trying to bring back the ska movement. He's revolutionizing uh, all of that stuff. So he luck. always puts out... Um, <laughs> He puts out like the ska artists that you need to listen to. There's mm. a playlist on Spotify that I have that I listen to all the ska music that he put together for it. Curated that for me specifically, I feel like. <laughs> um, he definitely didn't, but, you know, it is what it is. Um, so if you've ever liked ska, you should check out <laughs> Ska-Tune Network, and it'll rekindle a love that you found. Um, next up would be Hank Green. Hank Freaking green, man. I love and him. He does podcasts. You can listen to it. He does science videos, all of that stuff. But the stuff that I really like is his music. <laughs> I did not know he was an actual musician. <laughs> he does everything. He like you cannot he is a true Renaissance man. He is. Yeah. He does everything and anything he wants. He is a gym. I love Hank Green. <laughs> science daddy. Bring it. Um no, but he does music. He had an album called Ellen Hardcastle. My favorite song is Shake a Booty. Oh. Which is essentially like, you know, people are scared of making mistakes, but you got to get out there. <laughs> shake a booty, shake a booty, shake, shake, shake. <laughs> so that that's a pretty cool one. Um, a song about angler fish, I effing love science, strange charm. This is not Harry Potter. Like, he's got like three <laughs> or four albums out, and they're all phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, so definitely check that out. And if you don't know who Hank Green is, but you like to read, he is John Green's brother. Yeah, yeah. No. Uh yeah, yeah, John Green. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Who wrote uh, our "The Fault in Our Stars" mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff like that? So check that out. And then, last but certainly not least, Evangelicalish. Yeah, I follow them too. Which is a podcast specifically devoted to ex-evangelicals and deconstruction and that kind of stuff. Like that's been a really nice place to be for me because that's where I am in my journey in religion. Yeah. So it's nice to hear from people who are more educated than me, more experienced than me in those realms. Right, yeah. It really gives you a nice base level to find and know that you're part of a community. It's not something that I'm going through alone. It's nice. Yeah. Especially when I'm having, like, really hard days. Because there are days when, like, I've grown up Christian, and I'm just like, you know what? Maybe all of this is fake. I don't, right. I don't know. Maybe God's not listening. Maybe God's not actually out there. Maybe I've been lied to my entire life. And they don't like feed into that, but they don't shame you for it either. Yeah, yeah. It's like, hey, this is what was taught to us that is wrong. This is my experience. And if you have your own experience, that is valid. Right, yeah. Yeah, there's very few people on, and I'm not saying it's all of because I, I do know there are some. There are some people I do follow and respect that I know are this way. So this is not me just umbrelling everyone. But there, are, you don't see it as much on the conservative right. People who are like, "Hey, if you're not, if you don't agree with me, that's perfectly okay. This is not your experience. It's usually like, no, this is the way it is. This yeah, if is you don't true. agree this with me, fact. you're going to hell. Yeah, and and but God loves you. And that that's one one of the alluring sides for good or bad uh, of the de- of the deconstruction side of theology of like, hey, we may not all end up on the same part, but we're all on this journey together. Yeah. So, and I really appreciate that about evangelicalish. So those are the things that I've been listening to this year. Cool beans, man. Well, that's our recap of 2021. Any any things that you want to mention? Any you know, I, I have something I want to say at the very end of the podcast. So that's I'm going to leave it for me there. Okay. Do you want to say anything? Um, I don't know, man. 2021 has been a year. It it's been rough, especially like since it followed 2020. Yeah. Like 2020 was hard, and then 2021 <laughs> has been hard as well. Um, 
one thing that I have realized this year is that just because you know somebody does not mean that they are who you think they are. Mm. Like, the political divide has just been so dumb to me because a lot of these issues are not political. Yeah, uh, They're human rights, human life issues. They should not be politicized at all. Like, I shouldn't be able to tell who you voted for based on <laughs> how you feel about BLM. Yeah. Um, but I've realized this year that really all you have in life is yourself and the people that you choose to bring in close to you. And you can influence them, they can influence you, whatever have you. But you need to make smart choices with that. Um, Like being married to Janelle has been the best thing I could have ever done for my personal life. She has helped me grow. We've disagreed on things. We've come together and realized that one was right, the other was wrong on other things. Um, We've agreed on a lot of things. We've done research together. We've done research separately. Um... It's been really nice to have her as my anchor, but I've also come into contact with a lot of people that knew me growing up and they're like, hey, well, you know, you should believe this or you should Mm. act this way. And it is very counterintuitive to what I know to be true. And then when I point that out, they get mad and they snap at me and things like that. And I'm realizing this year mental health is way more important than I thought it was. Um, Being in therapy has been really helpful for that, but if I could say anything about 2021, it's that you need to protect your mental health. And that looks different for different people, but it almost always boils down to relationships. Yeah. The people that you have in your life, whether they're positive or negative, you don't have to keep them in your life just because they've always been there. Mm. And you should definitely make sure that the people that are there are going to be positive for you. Right. Whatever that looks like for you is different for every person. But make sure that the people that you are around are building you up or at least holding you up when you start to fall. Yeah. Don't let the people around you tear you down. Mm. That's good, man. I know it's a lot deeper than we wanted to get on this fun podcast, but that's that's (laughs) That's the lesson I learned in 2021. Yeah, that's good stuff, bro. And that's what I'm carrying into 2022. What about you? Anything? Or do you want to save it for the end? Well... No, I guess I'll say it here since we're already in the vibe. Into the thick of it. For me, 2021 was the year of change and the year of transformation and doing things that I've never done before. And, um, you know, getting out of working and being a part of church and, um, you know, working with you and... and um, Which I miss. Come I do back. too. And Come then back. not working at all and or not working full time. And um, it it is... This year for me has been like many other people I've discovered just listening through podcasts is there's many other people like me, like who have been pastors or who have been church ministry, who have gotten out and through the whole deconstruction movement. That's why we wanted to do, or me especially wanted to do this deconstruction series because it's not just a few people. It it is such a huge movement of people who are going through similar questions, similar stories, similar hurt and pain, and also triumph and and realization that there can be more than this. And I know that's such a crazy, I know, I know it's, you know, it's like, it's silly to think about, or it's too on the nose regarding the name of our podcast, but that is genuinely yeah how we came up with all that's this. That's why we named it that. It's, there's too many times in life 
where, and I, I, I feel like I'm going to preach at you, but I'm not. There's too many times in life where I felt like this is it. This is the end game. This is where everything stops, and this, this is going to be my life from here on out. But yet, this year has proven to me multiple times that this is this is just one part of it. This is just another yeah. layer of it. This is another angle of it, another perspective, another you know part of the journey. And and so this year, I, I am grateful to the universe, to to God, to you know whatever you want to call him, her, them, them. Yeah, I use they them pronouns for God now. Um, because this year has proven to me, and I do believe it is divine that there is always more than this situation. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, 2022, I am excited because I do believe there's going to be, I do expect challenges, but I'm also expecting, I do have a better foundation, I think, going into this year than I did yeah. last year. Yeah. And I think I'm a little bit more prepared to go, okay, this is, I've gone through all these changes. I can go through some more. I can go through some different things. And so I'm ready and expecting to face some of these things, good and bad, uh, with the people I care about the most. And, um, yeah, so I'm ready for 2022, man. There we go. I think we should skip the Christmas thing, unless you really want to do it. Uh, no, I think uh, I think this is a good way to wrap it I up. I think that's a good way to wrap it up. Let, let's do that. <laughs> Guys, I'm sorry. We'll, we'll have a Christmas episode next year. Just it is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> We didn't do any other seasonal-based episodes, so we're not going to do one now. There you go. There you go. Uh, we're, why fix something that's not broken, you know? Uh, all right. Well, hey, we're not done yet, though. We got a few more things with the pod left uh, to say, so don't go anywhere. We'll, we'll be, be right back. back. We'll be right back. Hey guys, this is Tim and Chris from the Always More Podcast. Thank you so much for subscribing, following, rating, liking, commenting, and asking us questions. If you haven't done any of those, you're wrong and you need to. <laughs> oh my gosh, Chris, chill. Okay, well, seriously, thank you guys so much for those who have donated to the podcast by giving at buymeacoffee.com uh, in our sh- link in our show notes, and it really just helps us like spend more time to creating a better content for you guys to listen to and to also just help feed our caffeine addiction. Which we definitely do have. <laughs> it, it's actually a real problem for us. It is. It's it is. destroying our families. It's horrible. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you so much. Back to the show. Welcome back, favored listeners. What'd you say? Favored listeners. Oh, favored. Yeah. Yeah. If you are listening to this podcast, you are favored by God. <laughs> And they will bless you. I love uh, the the podcast I mentioned earlier, the the Bible for Normal People. Their 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 introduction. Uh, this is the they say um, the only God ordained podcast on the internet. <laughs> Don't know how I feel about that. <laughs> uh, no, that that's good. That's good. So welcome back, guys. Um, thanks for sticking around. For the podcast, I know this one's probably a little bit longer than usual already. Meh. I don't know if we're going to cut stuff out or not. We'll probably well, keep probably it going. not. <laughs> um, it's going to be a really long episode, I guess. Um, let's let's do this. I want to give a shout out yes. for uh, for the twenty twenty one season one of the Always More podcast, um, specifically to two people who have supported us financially. First off, Ravenhoven. 
Yes. Um, she is my technician at work's wife. She is a close personal friend of my family's, and she is my daughter's fae godmother. Mm. Uh, so if you know anything about fairies or the fae, you know that that is both adorable and horrifyingly terrifying. <laughs> um, yeah, don't mess with fairies, man. No. But, yeah, so shout out to her. Secondly, shout out to Jessica Hazer Hayes. Yes. Uh, that is my master's commission mom. <laughs> so when I was in college, um, I was in Dallas at a, a seminary school type thing called Something master's like commission. <laughs> uh, it's a cult. Anyway, um, so she was the person who took me under her wing and took care of me. She became my mother while I was there. So shout out to her. Love you, mom. Good looking out. Yeah. Um, Thanks for supporting us, guys. We really appreciate it. We will use that money for caffeine, for new microphones, for <laughs> stickers for our laptops, whatever we need, um, all the good stuff. We'll yeah. come back next year with some fresh stickers. You'll see. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it up. Yeah, we, yeah to, to those both, we are grateful and we are extremely appreciative. And, um, yeah, we just... Yeah, that's all we can say. Like we're just super thankful. Like we we don't offer we too much, but we, so much. we we're super thankful. So next year we'll get up on our Patreon or whatever we come up with, and we'll find a way to get you guys some exclusive content for supporting us. And, and I do have a few ideas, things like that. Season be, two, season two is going to bring some changes. I do know that some good changes. Yeah, because well, Tim will be in charge, so <laughs> <laughs> so it's going to be good. Um, secondly, though, it, just shout out to our listeners. Thank you guys yes. for sticking with us yeah. for the full year. Like. It's been a ride. It's been fun. I know we're not, like, super popular. We get, like, maybe 50 views per episode. Um, we've got some listeners in random countries. We really appreciate you guys listening, supporting yeah. us, tuning in, liking, commenting, sharing, favoriting, all that stuff. No, and that, that is a that's a good point because, like, as, as, as appreciative as we are for those who do donate financially, we are also we, – we've done this because, one, we just like to talk and we're best friends, and so this is a, just a natural outlet. But, two – from the stories For we've heard, viewers like you, <laughs> from the people that have reached out to us, especially during the deconstruction series, um, man, it it has done so much for me in my in my heart and in my yeah. journey and 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 just doing this podcast, just hearing people saying, "Hey, I like listening to you." I, I know it sounds superficial, but I just, dude, I just love it. I, I love knowing that what we are saying can just make someone, I know it sounds cheesy, but can just make someone smile. Like, genuinely, that makes yeah. me really happy and joyful it's, in life. It's and really heartwarming to understand the connection that human beings have with each other and then yeah. to experience that because of what we talk about. Yeah. It just, it gives reason to what we do. Yeah, yeah. Beyond just hanging out. And, and with that being said, guys, if there is anything that you want to hear us talk about, Please let us know. We there are subjects that we want to tackle, both serious and fun. Like we we took a break from some serious ones since deconstruction series because I that like got real serious. We really real needed, quick. <laughs> we needed to, uh, but please feel free to shoot us some subjects, some ideas. Um, we do have some. I we do have some plans for new series next year, both fun and serious. Mostly serious, <laughs> but uh, but please we're we're open to ideas. This is your podcast just as much as it is ours. So. I mean, but sort more, of. more importantly, it's ours. <laughs> you know no, what I mean. <laughs> but seriously, though, we love you guys. Um, we appreciate you. Yeah. Speaking of which, I think it's time to go into our next segment, which is brought to you by viewers like you. <laughs> yeah. This is hashtag Ask Chris and Tim, the part of the show where you guys ask us questions, be they serious or ridiculous, yeah. and we answer them. What do we got? Yeah. So Jada, uh, shout out to uh, her. She is wonderful. She's an old friend. 
old friend. We're still friends. Uh, but she she is. Um, what did they move to? They moved to. It's the friend that you got jealous of. You know what I'm talking about? Oh, when you invited them over and not me. <laughs> yeah, I remember. I remember that. Still hurts. Okay, I'm gonna move on, Joel. I love you, man. <laughs> Freaking Joel. <laughs> I don't even know you, and I'm mad at you. Anyways, I'm, I'm not mad at you. Uh, Jada asked, uh, let's discuss the storyteller that is T-Swizzle. Guys, I don't know much about Taylor Swift. Um, well, judging by what I know of Taylor Swift from the history, uh, Taylor Swift began in 1783 when Godzilla was roaming the earth. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know anything about Taylor Swift. I know that I like her music. She is a great storyteller. She's good at what she does. Yeah. I don't love her music. Right. But it's not because it's bad. It's just because I don't listen to it. Yeah. That's all it is. I'm the same way with like, um, like I, I, I've talked about this before, so I don't think it's anything new, but like Michael Jackson, I, I can respect his talent and what he brought to the music world. Not a huge fan. You yeah. know, same thing with Taylor Swift. I respect it. She's got skills. She's very talented. Yeah. Now, I do really like the fact that she is controlling the narrative around her own life now. That's kind of She cool, yeah. rewrote her song so that she can have creative rights. I appreciate all of that. As an artist, she didn't know what she was doing when she first got into the game, but now that she knows, she's making smarter moves. Yeah, she is. And her music, uh, some of my favorite parodies come from Taylor Swift music, <laughs> like Rhett and Link when yeah, they did the, uh, the YouTube <laughs> caption thing. I love that. Oh, yeah. Also part-time. Two perspectives ago, you were in my science. You gave me it all. Yeah. You found only, you fair homie. me. You oh, plan only the E E E baby. I still know that song. <laughs> Their version. I don't know the real song. Right. <laughs> but I do appreciate everything that Taylor Swift has done for the world, for the music industry, and for herself, more importantly. I'm glad she's doing better. Yes. So indeed. Well there you go, Jada. There's your there's your uh T Swizzle. And if you want to yeah, know but, more about Taylor Swift, you can email Jada at no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> don't ask us. <laughs> I don't know her email. Oh, man. All right. Well, moving on. We have a, another segment that's really fun, and that is... What if? All right, Chris, I have a fun what if question for you. You ready? All right, bring it. What if we had 13 months instead of 12? Would we still have 365 days? Yes. So here's the thing. This is actually something that's already been brought up before in history. So in case you didn't know, we currently use the Gregorian. Is that how you pronounce it? Gre Gregorian. Gregorian calendar, which was introduced in October of, of 1582 by Pope Gregory VIII. It was a minor modification. Oh, thank you. Uh, it was a minor modification of the Julian calendar, which was, of course, introduced and implemented by Julius Caesar in 450. 45 BC, let me say that correctly, the Julian calendar is still used in parts of the Eastern Orthodox Church. Now, here's how it could work. 13 months, all 28 days long, with one standalone day, New Year's Day. And it, we would still have a, like a follow the leap year thing. But that's it, 28 days every single, every single month, with one exception, which is New Year's Day. And then once every four years, February would be the longest month with 29 days. Yeah. Because we would still have the leap year thing. Right, right. So, okay, here's some history behind this. According to Bloomberg.com, the idea came first from a guy named Moses Cotsworth in the early 1900s. He was a Northeastern Railway advisor and was uh, bothered by the constant changes of days every month. I am too. It's annoying. Yeah. Um, so he came up with a system that gained popularity among those working in transportation and logistics, which is what I just read to you, the 13 months, 28 days. What do you think? 
I like it. 13 months is a lot harder to break into like quarters and things like that. Yeah. Um, obviously because, you know, it's, it's not even, yeah. It doesn't work evenly. Um, but I feel like if you're doing the standalone day thing for each year, you could also do a standalone month. So like quarter one would be January, February, March, quarter two is April, May, June. Oh. We do a standalone month in between those for like financial things with businesses and uh-huh. uh, banks, taxes, all of that stuff. All of that gets done that month. Right. All of the calculating and the reporting and everything gets done in that one month financially. Yeah. Um, like schools take a one month break during that time. Um like seasons for like farmers, we could plan that around planting seasons even. Like we could start in spring instead of in the middle of winter. We just shift around how the calendar works. That way that month is their planting month mm. and then they can do whatever they need to do or their harvest month. I don't know how farmers work. I'm not a farmer. <laughs> uh, but we can figure out a way that that standalone month is useful for everybody as just a standalone month and then three months on the other end of that and three yeah. months at the end and then that's your – Wrap or even like two weeks, one at the beginning of the year, one in the middle of the year. That way, at the end of the year, it starts back to those two weeks. So it's technically like a standalone. I felt like you just made it weeks. more confusing. It wouldn't matter. I'm not figuring <laughs> this stuff out. Somebody else that's a lot smarter than me would figure it out. Probably somebody in logistics would figure it out because right. that's not my area of expertise. So, but I like the idea. I do too. The 13 only, instead I, of. 12 and it's like 28 days instead of 30 or 31 right. or sometimes 28 or maybe 29 <laughs> who knows Depending on the year yeah. whatever who know you don't know i don't know how many days does july have right off the top i don't know you, you don't <laughs> and i'm sure people are like well 31 days has blah 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 blah. you don't really know there's no point somebody could be like hey we're changing it this year it's every other month now we're swapping it. January's got 30 days, and now February has 28, and March has 20, and April has 41. It wouldn't matter to you. You live your life paycheck to paycheck anyway. Yeah. No. Sorry. I'm getting very heated by this what if. Very clearly, this is upsetting to me, and I think I need to be done talking about it. Uh, it, it, it does It does bring an interesting – because, like, for me, the way I view time – and I know this is going to sound kind of weird to those who don't think the same way as I do, but I view time – like calendar, like as a circle, like I, I think of it like if you, if you're to like if you're looking here on YouTube, um, imagine a circle, and on the left hand side, imagine there's a line that splits everything. So you have the top half and the bottom half, and on the left side starts January. So January, February, March, April, May, June, and then here comes the bottom half: July, August, September, all the way around. And if we were to do 13 months, it would ruin, it would mess that up. But that's how I view the calendar system today because. I, that's how I have to. I just I have to see it in my head. Okay, where are we at? We're in October. It's down here, the fall. And that's how I view the seasons. Winter's on the left. Spring's up top. Fall's on the, on the bottom. And summer's on the right. Okay, but if we did the 13 months, you would just put the line through one month. Yeah, that would, that would not make me happy. Or we could put the two weeks on one side and then the other two weeks on the other. <laughs> Like I said. Oh, split it up that way? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. What would you call the 13th month? Christober. Christober? <laughs> I call it Christober. Does, does it upset you that October, it not being the 8th month, is called October? Yeah, well, you can thank Caesar for that. <laughs> Julius and Octavius. 
Uh, or, it's, it's, no, it's um, Augustus, sorry. Julius and Augustus. And I hate both of them. <laughs> they suck. Fucking Romans. Dude, like 10. 10 was fine. 10 would be good too. Either 10 or 13. Yeah. I'm just mad at the 12-month thing. <laughs> oh, man. Freaking Romans. Freaking Romans. All right, well, that's our uh, what if. I hope you guys enjoy it. It, it. Hey, let us know what what would you call that month or if you would even like it or not. Uh, let us know in the comments. Do you like the idea of a 13-month calendar? Or a 12-month plus two separate two-week time periods. Two fortnights. You just made it so much more complicated, Look, I think. you get... Two weeks, and then you start your six months. And then you get another two weeks, and then there's six more months. Yeah. And that way, when it cycles back, like you said, you start your two weeks again. And then you get six months. And then your other two weeks, and then six more months. It cycles. Just, you're, you're overcomplicating it. Just make it simple. Just keep it simple, man. You don't need, you don't need to. That's the whole point of reducing it down to 13 or adding another month is to make it simpler. Fine. Just saying. I did not expect us to get this heated about this. <laughs> I didn't either, man. Like, I saw the thing, and I was like, oh, that'll be a fun little topic. You know, that'll be cool. And then I started talking about it, and I got angrier and angrier as time went on. And Oh, man. All right. Well, guys, we are approaching the end of this episode and the end of, of an season era. one. The end yeah. of an era. Yeah. Uh, the next era starts in about a month, so don't worry. Yeah. Don't panic. Yeah, we, 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 I think last episode set a date that is right now the tentative. date. It's tentative. Yes. It could change. It could change, um, depending on what happens the next few weeks. It will probably change. If my varying <laughs> mental state is any indication, it's probably going to change. Um, but there are some changes that we, we do want to implement and some things that we want to do. One thing that I'll let you guys know about is that we want to start bringing some more voices on the podcast, uh, both as guests uh, and also potentially reoccurring voices that are not our own. I would like to hire an intern. <laughs> I keep telling Tim, we need an intern. And he's like, we can't afford an intern. And I'm telling him constantly, like, you don't pay interns. That's the point. You don't pay interns. We are not going to repeat what I did in youth ministry as a form of us proceeding. I didn't podcast. do that in youth ministry. So we'll call it my mistake this time. I'm not doing it. Come on. Oh. I, I could not in good conscience. If you want to be an intern, please reach out to us at 1-800-ALWAYS-MORE. I'm just kidding. We don't have a phone number. We should get a phone number. Should. Maybe that'll be one of the changes we do next year. We'll have a phone number. You can call uh, in. We'll do live episodes, like a telethon. You can make donations over the phone. Yeah. I don't know how we would take those donations, but we'll, we'll figure it out. Speaking of changes, let us know, guys, what kind of things that you would like to see on this podcast. What, what do you want to see? What do you want to hear? Yeah. What do you want to do? Topics, uh, formats. We can do episodes outside. Yeah, we could. we could. We could go to my office and record episodes there when John's not looking. That's hilarious. Because <laughs> he doesn't listen to the podcast. He would never know. I have a key. I'll tell you, we should do it, like, next time. We just bring the stuff. The season two set opener. Up, <laughs> set up in the office on a day where, and just don't tell him so that if he decides to go to the office that day, we're just like, hey, <laughs> I did not think you would be here. You didn't get my email? <laughs> you, you didn't get my email explaining the situation? I skimmed it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we're guys, as, as we said earlier, I guess we kind of did the final thoughts before the final thoughts uh, thing, but 
Yeah, this, this has been a fun year. It's been a fun podcast. I, I'm glad that we have started this journey. And again, we're just so extremely grateful for each and every single one of you that listens or watches us. Um, but specifically you. Yeah, you. Right now, you. Don't tell any of the other listeners. It's you. <laughs> um, that's all I have to say, man. Season two is going to be fun. Let us know what you think. And have, oh, uh, whatever holiday you're celebrating next few next few weeks or months, happy holidays. Have or if a, you've ha- already started celebrating or even finished celebrating. That's right. So like Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, Christmas, yeah. solstice, whatever. Yeah. I think we're doing combo Christmas solstice this Ooh, year. fun. Uh, so that's pretty cool. Um, yeah. Yesterday was the gate of solstice, which is like the start of the winter solstice. Yeah, yeah. So that means that it's still daylight savings time, but the days will start getting longer from this point forward. Yeah. Which is like Thank the you, best Jesus. thing. God, yeah. I hate having like no daylight. Yeah. I don't and especially th- since it starts earlier on top of that. Have like, you seen the people that live like in Alaska or like the yeah, Nordic they have countries? Like three days of sun? It's stupid. How do you live? It is ridiculous. How Guys, do you live? Why have we as a human civilization done this to ourselves? You are basically a houseplant with more complicated <laughs> emotions. You need sunlight. You need sunlight. What is wrong with us? <laughs> oh my God. Move. Come to Texas. You can live in my house, probably. <laughs> or Tim's house. Less probably. Uh, anyways. All right. We that, love you guys. That's going to be all for the year. <laughs> that's going to be all for the episode. <laughs> that's how we're going to end this, is shaming the people that live up in Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> shaming the Nords. The Nords. Is that what we call them? The Nords. I have no idea. The Norse. Shame the Norse folk. That's what they are. The Danes. Oh we're going to shame God. the Danes. <laughs> Thank you guys for sticking around with us. We love you. We cherish you. We can't wait to hear from you. That's right. Peace out, guys. Thank you for listening to the Always More podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, be sure to subscribe, share, like, and rate on whatever your platform of preference is. You can follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Always More Pod and ask your question using hashtag AskChrisandTim. If you'd like to support the podcast and feed into Chris and Tim's caffeine addiction, you can do so at buymeacoffee.com slash alwaysmorepod. For further information and to contact Chris or Tim, you can email them at alwaysmorepodcast at gmail.com.